0: Well, good morning, Heather.
1: Good morning, Bob. Nice. Bring up a chair.
0: Yeah, bring up a chair. And everybody out there, you bring up a chair too. This is our Coffee Clutch, our weekly review of the lows and lows. And lowers. This was a bad week.
1: This was brutal, but I'm glad to be here discussing it with you.
0: Well, where thank to you. Begin? I don't know where to begin. I mean, the, the, the Supreme Court is just driving me nuts. You know, I used to I used to, I used to argue before the Supreme Court. Did I ever tell you that?
1: Yes. And I mean, if I have a few examples, but tell us more.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to bore, bore you if I've told you already. But um, I feel some, you know, not only as an American worried about the legitimacy of the Supreme Court, uh, because it's going out on a, you know, on a just crazy right wing limb. Mm-hmm. But I also personally feel like some loyalty to this institution. Uh, you know, it was a great, a great institution when I had an opportunity to appear before it. And and I, I just worry that given its willingness right now, the majority, the conservative majority, to basically th- thumb its collective nose at, at precedence uh, with regard to, for example, Roe v. Wade, uh, and say that uh, Congress cannot delegate to administrative agencies like the EPA, uh, major regulations. Well, I mean, this, and and of course, getting rid of the wall between church and state or taking bricks out of that wall. Heather.
1: I know. So I guess my question would be in terms of the legitimacy of the court going forward, you've talked about all the things they're gutting, Voting Rights Act 2, by the way. Um, What, I mean, what do we do? What are we, who are they these days? What is something's. Define it for us.
0: well, the, I think the the problem essentially is the Democrats were outmaneuvered, outgunned, uh, out out, outsmarted. You know, the combination of Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump putting these three right wingers on the court, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Barrett, uh, in addition to Alito and Thomas, I mean, that's basically it. Uh, and and John Roberts has lost control. What do we do? Uh, well, the most obvious, answer is to regain control of uh, of the the mechanisms uh, of 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 the the entire process of putting people on the court. This is a long term goal, but it does mean that Democrats have got to be as as cagey as Republicans. You know, one thing, though, that has occurred to me, the Democrats have the power right now uh, tomorrow Uh, As soon as they get back. I mean, why not next week? Uh, The Democrats could say we're going to carve out exemptions from the filibuster for reproductive rights and for anything having to do with the climate and then do that. And then and they have the votes to do that and then pass a reproductive rights bill sets up a national right to an abortion and and they have the votes to do that. Presumably they're Democrats And they also can do that on the climate. They could just say, okay, uh, Supreme Court, you don't think that Congress gave the EPA the authority that you think the EPA needs? Well, we're going to do it right now. Now, there's nothing stopping the Democrats from doing that in Congress right now.
1: And it's realistic. I mean, it could happen. Then, other, you know, we're on Twitter all the time and expand the court, expand the court. That seems less realistic. Well,
0: that's, I mean, that's. You know, I I think expanding the court is maybe a good long term goal. Um, Franklin D. Roosevelt tried it, he was the last to to try it, 1937. Mm -hmm. It kind of backfired on him. Uh, Some people interpret the history of that time to say that uh, one of the key members of the court, uh, whose name incidentally was Roberts, a different Mm -hmm. Roberts, switched over to becoming a majority in favor of Franklin D. Roosevelt because they were concerned about court packing. No, it turns out the historical record shows that that Roberts actually switched be- before he even knew about the court packing scheme and uh, FDR's court packing scheme and the historians talk about it as a scheme mm-hmm. didn't work anyway. Right. Uh, it, in fact, uh, FDR could not get any new deals legislation through after that. Uh, that was the beginning of the end of the New Deal. Um, the public, the public doesn't want um, a, a a court packing. Uh, so um, I think I think Heather, what I'm saying that what the Democrats should do right now, mm-hmm. in terms of those filibuster carve outs and then passing this legislation, would be important. Obviously, and
1: it's doable. It's doable. Right? It's doable. Why are they so darn timid?
0: I don't know. I mean Schumer and uh, and and Pelosi um, should be. Should have to answer to national Democrats. Why aren't you not? Why are you not doing this? And they could say, "Well, we we don't have the votes." Well, why don't you have the votes? You have control. I mean, why should we vote for Democrats in the midterms if you're not able and willing to do this now?
1: I know, but we can't go get cynical and go there. No, we're not
0: going to go there. Um.
1: Okay. So you said Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, Barrett. This was these are Mitch McConnell and Trump's court. Speaking of Trump.
0: Speaking of Trump.
1: January 6th hearing.
0: Boy, wasn't that Cassidy? Was that this
1: week? <laughs> Cassidy
0: Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Um, and hats off to the House. I mean, as long as we're criticizing Democrats, we all have hats off to uh, Democrats in the House for the ability to put together the most compelling set of hearings, I, I think, ever. Right. Uh, and and have some Republicans, or at least Liz Cheney, uh, there as vice uh, vice chairman giving some legitimacy and some bipartisanship, some bipartisanship to this. But I thought that uh, that Cassidy Hutchinson was breath, breathtaking.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's been interesting to watch Fox News and others on the right just do their thing and take it and fixate on the tiniest of the tiny and make it big. Like she says it was the beast. She says it was the limo. We know it was an SUV. <laughs>
0: well, you know, they will do that. Right. I mean, they'll, they'll clutch at anything they can. And, uh, and in fact, while she was testifying and every network except Fox was, cu- was carrying it, mm-hmm. I-, I did just to, just because I was curious, I went over to Fox and Fox was, was going on about Hunter Biden. And yes. That was their big story. Uh, look at that segment of the public that is absolutely devoted to Trump and Fox News. They are not going to waver. What we're talking about here is the independents, uh, the big center of America, then maybe not all that progressive, but they don't want what happens to ever happen again. Uh, This was an attempted coup. And with every hearing, uh, it becomes clearer and clearer that Trump has got to be prosecuted. There has got to be a criminal prosecution. Uh, And I don't know how Merrick Garland is going to avoid doing it.
1: I know. We'll have to see. Now, the other thing is, if I, I don't want to be too grim, I mean, no, how not, do we avoid? No, I,
0: I really, I'm, I'm doing everything I can this week to stay, to, be, to stay upbeat. I know.
1: But so what if, God forbid, could happen, Republicans take over Congress? I mean, in terms of the filibuster, we were just saying Democrats are timid. We won't carve out. You know, either we'd like to do it for two things, but even one thing, what are they going to do about the?
0: I will bet you any amount of money, Heather, I will eat my hat if they don't, uh, they're going to get rid of the filibuster. If they take over both houses of Congress, both chambers, they're going to get rid of the filibuster and they're going to ram through every piece of legislation or every repeal of every piece of legislation they can. It is going to be a horror show.
1: But so what? So this makes me even crazier. So why? I mean, knowing this, and we still are too timid to do something. We're playing on, we're on one field, and they're on another field. But we're
0: not even on a field. We're in the we're in the we're in the parking lot. We're in the you know we're we're way out uh, you know near the freeway. They're on the field. It's their football field, and it's that's there's no excuse for that. Mm. We have the presidency. We we've got at least nominal control of both both houses of Congress. I mean. Historians will look back and say, Democrats, how could you not have done mm. what you could have done?
1: Well, Biden has two more years minimum, right? I hope so. Yeah. So maybe. And he,
0: you know, he's absolutely intent on running again. And I guess he has to be.
1: Right. I think but, so too.
0: But uh, I, I just, you know, mm. I'm, I'm, I can't be. I worry about, you know, young people. I, I spend a lot of my time. As you do yeah i mean you are the executive director of inequality media um our baby and um and i teach a lot of young people and i and i'm i, I kind of i kind of take their temperature in a way I, I i talk a lot to them they are the next generation they're the ones that are going to be taking over this mess um, and uh my i guess the positive if you ask me to come up with a positive is that they are still committed they're still dedicated they you know, there's a lot of condescension toward the okay boomers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they understand that Pelosi and you know, and and Biden and and Trump and all of the old and even Bernie. I mean, uh, we're 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 on our last legs. Yeah. I don't mean that literally.
1: No, no.
0: You get angry with me when I when I get too <laughs> I know. morbid. Let,
1: yeah, exactly. No, but I do think there's a sense of frustration and how dare you tell me to vote harder and vote again um but i think we have to look at the statistics when young people come out to vote democrats win
0: especially that's true and in midterms you right. know, the record has been young people generally don't vote they did vote in the uh 2018 midterms and made a huge difference yeah uh,
1: so, 30% higher, right? Yeah, you know, you know,
0: something. I mean, it was 20 to 36%. Yeah. It was a gigantic uh, change. So, yes, they I think I think getting people charged up, Democrats and independents charged up to vote in the midterms is absolutely essential if right. we're going to turn any of this around. And I'm
1: hopeful that people are eye rolling but they're still going to vote. I'm think I'm hoping this is a little phase. Of I of course I'm going to vote, but I'm angry that you're telling me. But I'm seeing a lot of this online.
0: Well, well um, online is not exactly America as we've seen well, before. Except
1: when it is. And uh, it's bad. but uh,
0: it, it is it is true people don't want to be told you have to vote but but people I think particularly with the Dobbs decision uh, that uh, reversed roe v wade uh, people are so angry they may get out to vote just out of just a sheer peak uh, and they're going to throw the rascals not the democrats throw the republicans out yeah let's hope
1: let's hope okay uh,
0: but uh before we before we <laughs> end this uplifting um interlude what uh, what about this weekend what are you going to do for july 4th how are we going to celebrate july there's 4th there's not
1: going to be a lot of celebration well i mean what will i do i will see some friends try and do that. I might go kayaking yeah i have an inflatable kayak for three
0: well that's pretty it's like a bicycle
1: built for two but where, it's a kayak built for three where do you kayak um so, Alameda, I try and get a fresh, an open water situation, not a pool mm-hmm. or a or a hot tub at a hotel. I try and do open water, open so, water
0: kayaking. Yeah, That's I very, mean,
1: just on the beach. Yeah, Alameda, somewhere.
0: That's very exciting.
1: I think so. I am
0: going uh, into a into a, my own little conference room, <laughs> right? That I'm going to create. Ooh. And and I'm going to contemplate July 4th, uh, the indictment. And the conviction of Donald Trump and the jailing of Ooh. Donald Trump for being a traitor. How's that? How's that? You're going to for...
1: manifest it.
0: I uh, will July 4th. How do you like that? <laughs> I
1: love it. Good. Create that. Well, it's I'm going to do it.
0: It's just going to just going to be me. Uh, <laughs> Heather, it's a pleasure. This has been a trying week.
1: I know it really
0: has. Um, but we'll keep trying, and everybody out there, you keep trying to have a good week.